The following is a presentation of the Noise Space Network. Find more great podcasts at noisespace.xyz. We begin in Southern California three decades ago. Two red souls were brought to this earth, separated by just a scant few miles and unbeknownst to each other. The fates kept them separate as they grew from brass whelps into homosexual young women with hard opinions about cheaply made processed foods. One of them, a black-clad warrior fighting for metals heavy and corn syrups high fructose. The other, a living embodiment of no-calorie soda, literally begging the gods to strike her down where she stands, or at least strike her with a cease and desist order. Now the world has united these two to clash over their cheap foodstuffs, and we meet them here, the battlefield where they are destined for eternal combat. Ladies and ghouls, it is my pleasure to welcome you to Diet Coke and Lilith's House of Snacks. Diet Coke. And I'm Lilith. And this, this is, is our House, House of Snacks. Snacks. How you doing this week, Lily? Ah, uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> you don't have to answer that question if it may incriminate you. The county that I am in just uh, announced that we are in our, you know, back at uh, red alert level stage five. Sick. <laughs> so. Uh, Literally sick. <laughs> Yeah, literally an illness has beset upon my home. And uh, ha, ha, I'm feeling great about it. How are you doing, Diet Coke? Oh, just about the same. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. But hey, this isn't a COVID podcast. No, it is not. Well, here's the thing. I think it will be classified in the historical record of... <laughs> As one of the COVID, one of many COVID podcasts. One of many COVID podcasts, which we are responsible for two of. Yeah. And one got put in the ground while COVID was still happening. <laughs> but uh, I need, a, I, I wanted to actually revisit something from a little bit more recent. Good call. This is the past. revisiting hour. Yeah. Uh, last week we discussed the Kit Kat duos mocha. Mm-hmm. Is that, am I getting that right? We did have that. Um, yes, we both did have that, yes. Yes. Oh, right. I forgot that you are a liar yeah. and deceived your best friend. That's correct. And frequent collaborator. Listen, that's why I had to come clean by the end of the episode. The guilt was eating me alive. Yeah, 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 yeah. And also the bugs I put in your Kit Kat. Of those course. were also eating you alive. <laughs> yeah, so you knew the whole time that it was a regular Kit Kat. 
I had released bugs into the wrappers of every regular Kit Kat in the Anaheim area so that if you deceived me and ate a regular Kit Kat, I would get bugs. You would be eaten alive. Yeah. Yeah. And that was fair. And I was eaten alive and I'm dead now. (laughs) (laughs) But that's not what's important right now. What's important right now, Lily? Tell us. What's important right now is that I looked up how the Kardashians eat Kit Kats. Please enlighten us. Because we were discussing this. Um, Now, it does appear it was specifically Courtney who made a video. Okay. But it, it does sound like... This is a familial Kit Kat eating tradition. Okay. They're doing it when they're when they're proudly walking around queefing and talking about it with their dad. They're also eating Kit Kats like this. <laughs> and if you don't know what I'm talking about, just watch the video of the hologram of Kim's dad that Kanye made. Uh, and really just take a journey. <laughs> Yeah, so they're queefing and they're talking about it with their dad and and they're like, oh, mom, you like killed those people and that person <laughs> with your car. And then they're yeah. like, hey, let's have a Kit Kat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, I want to I want to give a little bit of credit Um yeah, I found I found an article that breaks this down. It's called Why You Should Never Eat a Kit Kat Like a Kardashian by Jordana Columby. It got it bro- broken down into steps, which is the first step I'm going to say is fine. Step one, separate one bar, which is just a regular way to eat Kit Kat. Yeah, Kats. so far normal. Normal so far. <laughs> you know, I, I want to start off in this in a more like allied state with you. And I'm going to say not required to separate one bar. Thank you. I appreciate that. Because we need we need solidarity for what's about to happen. <laughs> okay. <today. laughs> Step two, eat the chocolate off both ends. Suck. She means suck the chocolate off both ends. Because if you're only getting the chocolate, you gotta be you gotta be sucking. No, just wait till you hear step three. Eat all the chocolate off the edges. What are both ends if not the edges? Let me I there's a I there's a picture. Look at this is already disgusting the way I'm going to put this in the the discord that we're in right now. I'm not going to. Okay. Oh, no, I don't like what I'm seeing. (laughs) Yeah. 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 This is a Kit Kat with just all wafer edges are now exposed. I will say it doesn't look so much like it was sucked off more like it was a chipmunk eaten off. Like someone just did some chipmunk nibbles to get that off. Not a fan. Okay, what's next? Step four, separate and eat the top wafer. What? Now now we are pulling wafers apart. This is the opposite end of the extreme to me, someone who just Uh bites right into the Kit Kat. This is extreme Kit Kat separation. Ultimate Kit Kat separation. And step five and step six are separate and eat the bottom wafer, separate and eat the, then just eat the middle wafer. Are they ice people? Like how are the, how are their hands not just getting unbelievably covered in chocolate? Because Kit Kat is an especially melty candy bar, I will say. Yeah, it is not super friendly to handling. To be fair, by step two, you've removed like 80% of the chocolate of the Kit Kat. Yeah, but not on the top and bottom. And if you're going to be separating the wafers, you have to touch those parts. Yeah. And if you're chipmunk eating the chocolate off instead of sucking it off, you're going to be holding the chocolate for an extended period then. Yeah, yeah. 
I'm going to read directly from the article again. This, this is on SpoonUniversity.com. I don't want to plagiarize anything. Step six, eat the middle wafer. Court claims this is the to be the best part, but for me, it was the worst part by far. This wafer has zero chocolate on it, and FYI, plain wafers are just not all that tasty. I do like the really cheap little wafer cookies you can get at the grocery store that have like chocolate, vanilla, and yes. strawberry. Those oh, I love those so much. Yo, the first time I went to summer camp, like I was having a honestly miserable time because that's, summer cramp is know. not friendly to, to kids like us. I'll just put it that way. No, no, no. And this was, you know, this was Texas summer camp. I was sleeping in a tent. It was gnarly. But like halfway through the week, they did a thing where it was like, oh, it's a mail drop. But like, really, like your parents just like send along like a little package that they don't tell you about. And you get it like halfway through the week. And it was like just a big thing of the strawberry wafers. Ooh, Ooh that saved my little that <laughs> my little gay eleven year old life. That was the strawberry ones are the best ones for sure too. I still think about those shits. It made me so happy. So I don't want to talk shit about wafers, but this mangled and peeled apart. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, even if I'm if I'm trying to get inside the mind of Courtney Kardashian and mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out what she likes about this. Yeah, I still arrive at a place where I can't imagine this is better than the, just those chocolate wafers you can get at the grocery store. Look at this fucking miserable middle. God. Life. Lily has just sent me a picture of the middle wafer isolated, and it's not nice. It's really, really nasty. I'm gonna go out on a limb here. You can, you can rescind this, uh, mm-hmm. but I would like to say that the that Diet Coke in Lilith's House of Snacks officially is issuing a condemnation of Kourtney Kardashian yes. and the way that she eats Kit Kats. You know, I'm a bit of a food freak myself, but this is beyond the pale. I can't go for that. Yeah, you draw the line. No can do. <laughs> That's fair. Um, I'm right there with you, obviously. <laughs> Should we talk about today's snacks? Let's talk about today's snacks because we got two I am so excited for. Yeah, hard same. One of them is one that we have been trying to get on the show since the foundation of the show. It was like, it was one of the first snacks that got put in there. Oh, yeah. This is a snack that you had found before mm-hmm. and I have been trying to find since before this show was even conceived. Yeah. And the other one is a soda that looks pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, yeah. One, which uh, one should we do first? This is tough because I am still of the opinion like sour candy is something that should be pushed to the back. But at the same time, we always do snacks before drink. Yeah. Our two established patterns are coming to a conflict today. Yeah. I have, I have my bottle of water here, though. So I'm going to say let's stick with dry before wet. Okay. So I'll, I'll I'll let you tell the folks at home what the snack is since this so, was, you you discovered this. These are these are so good. I actually I brought these up to somebody on Tinder recently, oh. <laughs> and uh, I am so sorry, folks at home, if you can hear the landscaping going on in the background. This is not our <laughs> usual record day, and somebody's fucking weed whacking. <laughs> anyway. I brought these up and they said, oh, uh, I'm not really into them, but my partner is really into them. And we call them hard worms. And I thought, (laughs) "Okay, interesting. That is interesting. (laughs) That's really interesting. These are trolley sour crunchy crawlers. It's your basic gummy worm with a crunchy candy shell. Mm -hmm. And the whole thing is sour. 
I have been inhaling these for the last few months. And they sound very good to me, and I have not been able to find them. I look every single time I go to the grocery store. I always check. I've mm-hmm. been, I went to so many different grocery stores throughout this process. I wasn't going out of my way to because it's COVID. But, yes. you know, over the course of a, several months, I made a point of just going to different chains. Could not find this anywhere. Finally, I found it at Five Below quickly becoming the official store of House of Snacks uh, until we find out something fucked up about them and then we'll drop their ass. Right, right. This, this, the cancellation of this podcast is going to be, we've run out of brands that we haven't (laughs) found out fucked up things about. Yeah. Like, that's gonna be it. (laughs) Um, But can I tell you about, so these, they're called Sour Crunchy Crawlers. Can I tell you what my beautiful girlfriend Casey said when I showed her these? What? I explained that I had been looking for them for a long time and they sounded really good to me. Mm -hmm. And her immediate reaction was, oh, gross. (laughs) 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 And I laughed and I said, what do you mean? And she's just like, oh, that that crunchy, then with the worm texture in the middle, that sounds terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Um, not for everyone, apparently. I, uh, I'm i very excited to try these. The first thing I want to say, I was not expecting, you know, with, with a hard candy, mm-hmm. usually the, the flavor lives on the inside, and I was not expecting to be punched in the face with mm-hmm. a big old fist of blue raspberry smell when I open up this bag, and that's very exciting to me. The texture, and this is this is my pre-review, <laughs> Before we dig in, the texture is incredible. The amount of flavor they pack into these things is really what I think is remarkable. I'm telling you, I'm just smelling this open bag feels like you're sticking your head in an icy machine uh, in terms of smell. It is an intoxicatingly delicious smell. Uh, Diet Coke, I'm going to let you choose which flavor to try first. Uh, I'm going to go big or go home. I'm going to start with blue. I'm going to start with the blue Raz. Um, okay. Which looks like a blue rash shell with an orange center. That's pretty exciting to me. Mm-hmm. Now, should I just pop this whole thing in or should I take a bite out of it? What is, what is your official recommendation? I'd say for the first one, pop pop the whole thing in. Okay, here it comes. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Woo! <laughs> I am. Oh, yeah, that is... That is it's good stuff right there. Powerful. Holy shit. Yeah, it hits you with that flavor. That is good. Mm-hmm. The texture almost reminds me of a nerd's rope. Yes. But better. Mm-hmm. Because the nerd's rope, like, it's conceptually seems like a good thing, but, like, because of the way it's set up, like, the nerds are falling off of it, and it just, there's no consistency to it. But this is just, like, they took that combination and really distilled it down to what makes it work. Yeah, and I love the Nerds Rope, don't get me wrong, but yes, this, is, yes, of this course. is good as hell. I'm going to try the Cherry Lime one. Cherry Lime, the green one. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> I have died and gone to heaven. This is so good. Mm-hmm. These are so fucking good. Holy shit. I will tell you, when it's at its best, I do still think that the texture of a Nerds Rope is a little better, but you're absolutely right about the consistency. Like, I can tell already every bite is going to be the ex- this exact same texture, and exactly. overall, I think that's going to be better than a Nerds Rope. But mm-hmm. the flavor punch is, yeah. is much stronger than a Nerds Rope, and I love that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go for the uh, watermelon strawberry now. This is the third flavor out of three. The red one. Yeah. Mmm. These were absolutely worth the hype. I've been waiting for these for months. 
Mm-hmm. I've been hearing about them from you for months. Mm-hmm. These are so fucking good. Yeah. There are things I worry about overhyping. These were not. I was like, <laughs> these are going to live up to it because they are just such a like perfectly powerful sour gummy treat. It doesn't overdo it. There's so much flavor to it. One thing I found I, I find pretty interesting is that I feel like with most flavor variety candies, four or more is usually pretty standard. I love that they were just like, no, we found three that work. Yeah, that's confidence right there is what that is. We're not going to overreach here. We know we've got hot fire and we don't want to put it out with a, with a bad flavor. And all three of them are excellent. All three of them are distinct. Yeah, three distinct bangers. Uh, which one would you say is your favorite? I mean, the Blue Raz. The Blue Raz is, was a revelation. The Blue Raz with orange is incredible. Yeah, yeah. Um, Blue Raj, Blue Raj, Blue Raz, hello. I think my brain has experienced too much flavor and is shutting yeah. down. <laughs> um, Blue Raz plus orange is not a combination that I would have thought of. Yeah. And it's brilliant. It's so good. Yeah, those flavors play together with the sour that this presents in such a like, it's like a concert. It's perfect harmony. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Friggin' mm -hmm. uh, friggin' barbershop triplet over here. I guess it would be a duet if I'm just talking about those two flavors. Yeah, Uh, my rankings would have to go the blue raspberry orange lime cherry under that and the watermelon strawberry. I would agree with that. It's like a... It's like choosing my favorite out of the 96 Mariners. Like, <laughs> Lily, I agree with you 100%. All three are so good. Mm-hmm. But Blue Raspberry Orange is the Ken Griffey Jr. of yeah, the Yeah, I was lineup. just about to say that. <laughs> I was just about to say the only part that I disagree is that it's, it's actually easy to pick your favorite. It's Ken yeah. Griffey Jr. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, but, yeah. But, but you know what? Like, you got like these. Edgar Martinez still there. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> God, what a great candy. This is, this is, I've never been so, so sure about a would buy again, would eat again. Oh yeah. This is, this is why you do this kind of podcast is for moments like these. God, this is good as hell. It is a delight. It is a, and can I tell you, like, like there is a smile on my face. Hearing you (laughs) love this, it, 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 it is God, I feel like I feel like I was raising a toddler for like a few <laughs> years and then introduced them to like <laughs> my best friend and be like, yeah, I, you know, and yes, yes, you love the toddler. You two get along yeah. great. <laughs> yeah, this is a good, good fucking snack. Um, let's move on to the next one before we just lose ourselves to orgasmic pleasures of trolley super crunchy crawlers. Can I ask you a question before we do that? We have discussed in the past your Sour Gummy Worm overall rankings. I believe you actually place the 7-Eleven Sour Gummy Worms above your regular Regular trolley. trolley gummy worms, that's correct, yeah. Walgreens also has a very nice Sour Gummy brand. Do you know where these are going to place? It's so hard because, you know, certain things just aren't comparable. I do, I like these better than a normal Sour Gummy Worm. I'll I'll put that right out there. They're in a league of their own to get back to baseball. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think these are top three at least. Yeah, yeah. I think my number one still might be the Sour Tape, which I didn't think of or listen to them last time only because there's no like definitive brand that makes it. Right. When you get a the good Sour Tape from like a candy store. But the thing about that is because there's no set brand, it's also 
sometimes can be hit or miss. Yeah. If we're yeah. talking products from major brands, if we're talking repeatable results, this might be yeah. number one, honestly. Yeah. I can tell you with having, I've had some time with this to to think it is absolutely my number one. If I'm looking for a sour candy, these are the ones I'm bringing home if I can find them. Um, our next snack. Yes. It's a sodi pop. Mm-hmm. I had seen this uh, a few times in the stores, but I say it away because I typically only buy zero calorie so- sodas. Yeah. But you were, you were interested, and uh, it's a Sunkissed Berry Lemonade, a new flavor. Sunkissed makes a good orange soda. Honestly, I, I don't disagree with that, but it, it, would be, it would be lower on my, if I were to rank orange sodas. Yeah. It's no orange crush. Let's put it that way. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, I cannot, again, like, if we want to talk about, you know, repeatability, like, I can't always find an orange crush. Orange crush in my childhood was, like, near impossible to find. You could yeah. you could pretty much only find it in the glass bottles and only at, like, specialty stores. I, I, I It's apparently not the same in California or in Texas, but here in California, yeah. it is it has gotten better to the point where pretty much every grocery store I go to, I'll see a, a 12-pack of orange crush. That's good. Which is an exciting time to be in. Anyway. Sunkiss does make a, 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 a definitely solid orange soda, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And this is, you know, the pictured berries, I thought were, you know, like like if these are the flavors that they're putting forth, the, the it, an excellent pair to a lemonade. It's a blueberry and a blue raspberry. Yeah, it's, it's a very blue situation here. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, the... Miles Davis over here. Uh, <laughs> the tartness of a blueberry is a really good, like, I don't know if you've ever had, like, a blueberry lemonade. Blueberry lemon flavor in general is one of my favorite flavor combos. Yeah, and I, I like one of the things that I think of when I have a Sunkist is is you know oh this could stand to be a little bit more citrus forward. Yeah, I agree with that. And I think that this is probably a push in the right direction. You know me, I'm a real citrus freak. I pretty much oh yeah always want things to be more citrus forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, shall we? Uh, shall we get into it? Yeah, first I want to say, although I, I had seen it a ton in 12 packs before Lily pitched it uh, mm-hmm. for the show, I as soon as she pitched it, uh, as is often the case, I suddenly couldn't find the 12 pack anymore. Um, I eventually found a two liter. So I've, I've poured that and I've poured about that uh, about a quarter full into a pint glass because this is a huge glass, uh, but it's a glass that I could get cold quickly. <laughs> I bet on these. I bought a 12 pack because I was like, I feel like this is I'm going to come out ahead. On this. I was willing to buy a 12-pack. I was willing to accept that risk. I just couldn't find it, so I got the two-liter. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no, indeed. If we, you know, we talked about scent a lot with the last one. Smell on this, not good. Holy shit. I don't think it tastes as bad as it smells, but it does not smell good. I don't love it. What the fuck? Now, this is going to sound terrible. And it is. It kind of smells almost like spoiled milk. Yep. It doesn't taste like spoiled milk, at least not to me, though. I will say I don't find the taste bad. I just find it very underwhelming. I just find it tastes like um, it just kind of tastes like sugar water. It, I, I'm not getting a lot of taste at There's all. There's no sour to it at all. No, none at all. It, it tastes watered down. It's 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 mm-hmm. uh, the flavor is just extremely mild. I don't taste citrus at all from it. Mm-hmm. And the berry taste is like barely there i literally literally early today i had a a flavored seltzer that had more flavor than this Mm -hmm. drink yeah it's just sweet it's just sweet yeah this is a disappointment sunkiss really let us down here 
a really serious, really serious disappointment, and I really hate that I like. I'm so sorry that we were, you just said that you bet on a twelve pack. I bet on a twelve pack, and can I tell you something? I What's still that? have Baja Flash in my home. <laughs> I'm sorry for laughing at your pain. I think this might be dis- decent as like a booze mixer, but you would need mm. an additional mixer to give it actual flavor. But I think it's got carbonation and some sweetness that like. Uh, if you don't have simple syrup in the house and you mm-hmm. want to make something sweet, put this in and then maybe also a good amount of lime juice or something because uh, it's really not bringing the flavor itself. It really, really needs some citrus in it. Yeah, this is this is embarrassing for the Sunkist Corporation. Now that you're saying that, I am kind of formulating in my head. Like I, ha- I actually have really within arm's distance because I'm a degenerate. Uh, I don't actually open it up all that often. I just don't like to uh, keep it in the, I don't really have anywhere else good to put it, but I've, I've got like some raspberry vodka and uh, spritz that with some lemon juice. And this is a base. I think that might not be bad. I think that that would be pretty good. Yeah. But just this base on its own. No. And it's, you know, the flavor is it's it, it's not bad. It's just nothing. Mm-hmm. But that I, I don't know how this is for you with a can. But you know when I'm drinking from this big uh, pint glass, mm-hmm. my whole nose is getting in there, and that smell is very unpleasant. No, I'm taking it in. It's really awful. It's a it is a bad smelling drink. If you poured this on your if if like I if you wanted to play a prank on someone, you could pour this on their bed, and I bet it would smell like they pissed the bed. Like it, that's yeah. the kind of smell we're dealing with here. It is, and then it would be sticky too, which would be even worse. Which, well, it'd be alarming. Yeah, you might think you had diabetes. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Funny joke. I'm sorry. (laughs) You know, it's important to warn people so that they can prank responsibly. (laughs) Yeah, you don't, you don't want to, listen, if we're, if we're all going back into, uh, into lockdown mode, I think the last thing you need to be doing is, uh, gaslighting the people you live with into thinking they might have diabetes. (laughs) Yeah. That yeah, seems... don't do that. <laughs> Although this drink would make it easy, don't do that. So if we could review our... So I think we can say pretty safely, wouldn't buy, wouldn't drink. Yeah, same. You know, we'll see how it stands as a cocktail mixer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's my plan for the rest of the two liter. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's that's my plan for the rest of my 12 pack. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, What a bummer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But uh, as far, you know, the rest of our review, it also wouldn't use to. I mean, if I was going to use something to gaslight somebody into thinking they had diabetes, this is what I would go for. But I wouldn't do that. So, yeah. All right. Do we have anything else to say about either of these? Uh, if you do not put a third column on the wiki <laughs> that checks that box no, off. Don't do that. <laughs> I will be mad. Okay. And, and, and guess what? This is a real time to pick your sides, because if you do do that, I will be mad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, decide who you want to be mad at. Yeah, because one of us is going to be mad at you. Uh-huh. 
And uh, it's really the ball's in your court as to who. <laughs> the the editor of the House of Snacks wiki that doesn't <laughs> exist yet. Yeah. <laughs> yet is optimistic of you. <laughs> <laughs> that person doesn't exist yet, and we're now threatening them. So... <laughs> <laughs> we're now threatening the person who would take up that mantle. So like, yeah, we're, it, make, we're, we're making we're sure fucked. that it's not going to happen. Yeah. Well, I guess it's, uh, I guess it's time. Uh, hey, hey, uh, snack keeper. You, uh, you what? here? What are you talking about? Hey, hey, snack keeper. I don't know who that is. I'm, my name is Diet Coke. And no, I'm, I'm, <coughs> my name, I'm trying <coughs> to find the, the my, snack uh, keeper. My name, <coughs> my, <coughs> My my name is Di- <laughs> Diet Coke. What's going on? I don't know. <laughs> oh, snack keeper, you're here. Hey. It is I, the snack keeper. Hey, buddy. Hello. Do you want to try? Do you want to try some soda? Oh no, thank you. As the snack keeper, I have infinite knowledge of all snacks. I know what that piss tastes like. Oh, oh, okay, okay. I, I, I tell you what. Uh, have is your is your bed okay? Like, are you sleeping all right? I, I am, and in fact, I know all about this snack. So don't you dare try to make me think I have diabetes, <laughs> or as okay. I like to say, diabetes. Oh, that's that's fun. Pun. Can I close the show now? Yeah, you, you can. Is... You can. Please do. Please do. Go ahead. I... Go ahead. <laughs> All right, ghouls and ghostos. The House of Snacks is closing down for another week. We'll snack you later. <laughs>